Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we are coming to you with a double episode. We're going to be talking um, about two episodes of Survivor and two episodes of The Challenge. Um, A lot happened the last couple weeks, so I'm excited to talk about all this. Me too. I I kind of liked, especially the last episode of Survivor, I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I liked both episodes of The Challenge, I think. Well, that's good, because I know that sometimes there are episodes that we don't like, so that'll make I this- didn't like the past two episodes of The Survivor. You don't like the last one? No. Oh, I liked it. Okay. Maybe I'm, I don't know, I'm a sucker, I guess. I don't know. Well, we'll we'll get into everything that both of you are talking about. But let's start with the episode that was two weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, first, Jam Jam, he is trying to like make light of the situation. Um, that like so many people wrote his name down, and he almost went home. He like obviously knows that he's on the bottom here, but um. Also, like, he has ties with some people. Like, he's at least talking to them. He's at least friends with them. He was in the group. I thought this was so weird. But he was in the group with Matt and Kane when Brandon told the three other guys um, about the real idol and the fake idol that was in the birdcage. Um Matt, this makes Matt realize that the idol that he has is fake, and he then thinks because of the way everything happened in this situation that Danny is the one who has the idol. I personally, okay, I'm going to ask you guys first, and then I'll I'll tell you what I think. But what did you guys think of Brandon telling them that information about... um? the there being two idols in the birdcage why did he tell them i don't remember i mean can i understand but why did he feel the need to tell matthew whoa wait a minute can you understand he's been wanting to get kane out forever why would he tell kane that was one of the people i was confused about actually i was confused about all last episode and this episode they're buddy buddy again it's like Tika against everyone. So maybe I've seen too much now to second to think back about that. I mean, he just, yeah, he wanted Kane out for the longest time. And Matt, it was on Soka and Jam Jam was on Tika. So they're all on different tribes. It just made no sense to me, like, why he was telling this group of people this information, like, I did not think it was a good move at all because that just because he's used his idol already. I mean, I guess I get that. So maybe he's just like trying to out them. I don't know. I just, I didn't think that it was a smart thing for him to do. I thought it was not. But you you thought he should have kept it to himself. Yeah. Especially. And if he is going to tell somebody to like Danny or somebody that like you're like aligned with. Like he's telling people that he's not in an alliance with, at least that we've seen. 
I think I think there could have been a more advantageous time for him to do that. I just thought it was super weird. Um, yeah, it, I I think I think if he was gonna tell people, he should have gotten something out of it. You know. And then yeah, I yeah, definitely. And then there was like all the people that were talking about getting out Lauren because of her um extra vote or to blindside Danny because then Matt's telling people that he thinks Danny is a person who has a real idol. It's it's a mess at this point. Yeah. Definitely. For pretty much everybody besides Carson, it seems like since he made good relationships when he was um, on the Ratu team and he's still like very close with his Tika um, people too, I feel like Carson is socially in one of the best positions because he has, he's surrounded by a lot of friends. Yeah. I I think we said that last time too, that he just like did a really good job of integrating himself with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like interesting how like, since Tika only has three that they're like kind of in the middle and people are like trying to get them on their, their side. But like Carson is, was on Ratu. So it's just like such an interesting dynamic to watch everything um play out especially as far as he's concerned but I don't know I feel like I talk about Carson like every single episode but I just think he's he's smart and he is pleasant and sociable and I just I just I really like him a lot well I decided that of the men left I want Carson to win and if a woman wins of the women left I want Carolyn or Frank Franny? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those, are, those are the three I would want to win. Yeah, those are good picks. At this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I might I think I might agree with that. Caroline is Caroline and Carson are my, my top two for sure. But I like Franny. I can see that. I wouldn't be mad if Franny won. So then we get to the immunity challenge and um, they are put, they put themselves into teams of two or no. Yeah. So Carson um, sits out and he puts his faith in the orange team because he's able to choose which team he would be on if like if it was like a winning or a losing team so he has to decide if he wants to work with the orange team Heidi Kane um Danny Caroline and Franny or the purple team which is Matt Brandon Lauren Jam Jam and Jamie and like I said he chooses the orange team so um this was like an interesting one, I thought, um, because it wasn't the typical um obstacle course <laughs> that right. we see I, every time. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so what they have to do is they hold a ball on a on a beam over their head, and whoever can do that for the longest amount of time without the ball falling off the beam um, is the winner. So Caroline, unfortunately, she's the first one out um, on the orange team. And then Lauren is the first person out um, on the purple team. And so by the end of everything, um, Franny and Brandon are the last two people um, who are standing. So they have immunity for themselves um, if they were to go to tribal council. Or does everybody go to tribal council? I can't remember. No, well, just one team does. That's what I thought. And okay. What was cool about that? That's right. That's right. It was it was almost the entire purple team against Franny because all yeah. of orange dropped. Mm-hmm. And I think purple had four left. It was four versus one. It was a lot. It might've been three because I think that Jamie dropped pretty quick too. Maybe okay. I could be wrong though. I don't know. It was two half but... weeks ago when I watched, but <laughs> yeah. So um... it was intimidating. If I had been the only one still up there. It definitely was. But she ends up being the last one standing. And so not only does she win individual immunity, but she wins for the orange team. So again, like Carson putting his faith in the orange team. Um, I mean, of course, like Caroline is somebody that he's very close with. So um, it makes sense that he would pick her team but lucky for him um he um gets to eat the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches um they get chips and iced tea and so he they all get that for um for any winning so that's interesting that she was like able to you know do that for her team um, especially like you said, with the odds against her for sure. Um, so that means though that the purple team, Matt Brandon, Lauren, Jam Jam, and Jamie are going to tribal. Okay, say that again, Matt, because I I was gonna ask you all this. Who Matt, Lauren, Jamie, Jam Jam. And Brandon, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm asking because of what happens next. So, okay. Um. Do any of you, either of you, want to talk about what happens next? I can if you want. Um. First of all, to go back to this, how did you guys feel about Franny winning? I thought it was stupid. What do you mean? If she, like, it was fine. She Once she won the immunity, she should have dropped off because her biggest ally is Matt. So now Matt was at risk because she didn't drop off. I don't understand what, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out why she did that. I'm more trying to figure out why Heidi did what she did. Well, I think that. So this whole thing, this whole scenario has confused me from beginning to end. It's like nobody was on the same page. I just, 
I think I I get what you're saying about Franny dropping because of that, but I think that like also when you've gone like that many days without food, like yeah, I understand why by why winning is important. And so on that team, it was Lauren Franny. No, Heidi, Heidi Kane, Danny, Caroline, and Franny. Okay, so see. And if, Carson, but he didn't okay, play. So if she had lost on purpose, then it was all Ahsoka, and they could have gotten um, Kane out, one of the Tikas out, easily. The Ratu, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, but also, I also see how... Yeah, I guess I don't Yeah, know. one of the Ratus, sorry. So I was trying to think of both different scenarios. Like mm-hmm. if she had if she had fallen and she still was safe. I mean, she had her whole tribe on her team. And well, I mean, not Carolyn and Carson. See, I was trying to do the numbers, but it's it was just confusing me. God, I'd be awful at this game if I was actually playing it. Well, maybe not, because I'd just <laughs> be out there thinking the whole time about different scenarios. But so I'm like, they could have gotten Kane out. And then that then this leads me to what Michelle's about to talk about with Heidi's decision. Cause I didn't really understand that either. Right. Right. So I guess they get this letter telling them there's a new advantage in the cave, and then they find out there's keys everywhere ar- around the juggle. I kind of like watching this actually. So they had to yeah, like run and find all the keys. It was fun, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it. I it's like usually this new stuff they do I do not like but this I did like I agree um, I liked it too uh so every time they get a key they have to go it opens up the cage so Heidi is the one who actually finds the key and she gets the advantage and it's called the control of vote advantage and it allows you to control the vote uh of one player at tonight's tribal so then then there's a whole back and forth about I think what's really interesting about this and like the key situation is that um, they're able to like everybody knows because everybody was going for it and everybody was around. So everybody knew that Heidi got it. It wasn't this like decision for her to make on her own. It was like everybody coming to her with their input. Right. Right. And I, I get like. I feel I feel like it was probably a really hard decision for her to make and like to Abby's point like did I don't even know if she made the right decision. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think what she could have done different to have someone not on her original tribe go out. Wait. Yeah. She was on Matthew's tribe, right? Mhm. Yeah, that's how they got so close. Right. She ultimately ended up taking away Lauren's vote. Right. Yeah. But she had an extra vote. So the question is, does she use her extra vote so that she can have her vote and what she wants or at least like cancel it out? Or does she use that as her only vote? And does she still have an extra vote?
Did she just not vote at all? I don't know. For herself? I don't know. I don't think we know. I don't think she voted. It was weird. I don't know why she put it. Well, I think maybe she put it on Lauren because she thought that it would have to be both of her votes. But I think that the decision of Heidi putting it on GM GM was not a good idea. Right. I that see that's where she lost me. I don't know why she they didn't because she didn't, didn't she want to work with him? Yes, she did. So I don't know why she put it on Jam Jam or Matthew. Wh why did why she put it on? Yeah, Jamie or mm -hmm. Brandon, and then and then it would have been, and then Jam Jam and Matt. Matthew could have voted yeah. Jamie out. That's that's why I was so confused. I also they, thought it was weird you, that when they got to tribal council and it was like time for it to happen that like Jeff or whatever um production um had Heidi say it to Lauren in front of everyone I thought it'd be like more interesting if she told her privately so then like nobody knew like what I don't know but at the same time I guess like it could sway the votes that way because you know somebody is voting that so I thought like, cause there was a talk with Matthew and Jamvian about putting the vote on somebody else. I don't remember who. And I was like, on I don't know. I just think that they wanted to get Lauren out because she has the extra vote. Extra vote. See, I think that could have just gone totally differently. If, mm -hmm. if, if Heidi had put it, I don't know, told Brandon to put it on Lauren, but then Lauren, I guess could have done too. Okay. Told Lauren to put it on Jamie. So then, Jamie it was not a good move in my opinion. No, I thought it was so weird. So Jamie, Jam Jam, and Matthew. Then Matthew and Jam Jam could have been like, okay, we're do throwing it on Jamie too. That's three. And the only people who have vote are Brandon and Jamie. So it would have been three, two. Unless Lauren could have used her extra vote, then it would be have been tied. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing just I didn't feel like there was clarity. Like, could she use that extra vote that time? Or does she have to wait? I mean, what? I, Michelle, do you know of any? No. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. But I just thought it could have gone differently. Maybe there's something I missed, but it just didn't exactly. seem the best, the best scenario to me. Unless she truly wanted to break up Matthew and... Franny. In my opinion, she should have used it for someone to vote on Brandon or whatever. Um, and then hope that Matt and Jamden got the memo and voted for Brandon too. And I don't I don't get why something like that didn't happen. But that's why I said at the beginning, I'm like, I like the last episode of Survivor, but I don't think I like this episode of Survivor that much because <laughs> there was too much going on for me. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, yeah, I don't know. So, so anyways, I guess we all know that Matthew went home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Matt. He was so annoying, by the way. Was as he like eh, he just seemed so pathetic and annoying in that tribal council. I know that's mean. I'm sorry, I'm being really mean. 
I don't remember him in that tribal council. I don't remember thinking that at least. Didn't he take some, what did he take like a fruit out of his bag and be like, Jeff, I'm bringing this to you. Like, as I forget, but he was, he was trying to like tell Jeff he brought this fruit as like something of a goodwill. Maybe we'll cancel the vote. I don't know. No. He just, he just I didn't do it. I liked him. So I, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. If you don't remember, it's for the best. I don't remember it. If I don't remember it, it didn't happen, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So, yes. Matt gets voted out three to two. And um, that's the end of our episode. Who did you to give your MVP and your LVP to? Abby, I want to know. I'm sorry. I said I want to know yours, Abby. Okay, I gave my um, LVP to Heidi because I. Your LVP. Yeah. Okay. Because I just like again, unless I'm missing something, like I I just don't understand her thought process with that. And honestly, I know. Franny could have dropped, but between, I mean, I don't know, the adrenaline going, you're finally going to win your first immunity challenge. Competitiveness. The competitiveness, oh, the I wanting guess. to eat. She's yeah. She was my MVP. Because, um, I mean, if one of them had to go, because I think they were going to be broken up eventually. I mean, I would rather have Matt go so um, over her. So she was my, for winning that and against the odds, she was my MVP. See, I was kind of thinking that, too. I'm like, maybe she was trying to, like, maybe she wasn't, not that she was trying to hear it, but maybe she was okay if he left because she knew, like, if you're in a strong duo like that, people aren't going to let both of them stick around. So it might be beneficial for her, for him to go. Yeah, you never, I, I definitely think that's true. I don't think that she, like, wanted him to go. I mean, she was obviously, like, very emotional that he left. But, um, yeah, I do think it's better for her game. I, I, thought I mean, so. how much thinking can you do when you're trying to balance on something and balance a ball at the same time, right? My yeah. one thought would be focusing on that ball, you know? So, I don't think it was intentional or unintentional. I think she just had her eyes on winning at that point. Cause I don't think she personally thought that she was going to, it was going to come down to her and Brandon or her and somebody else. Yeah. When there was three against her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I went in a completely different direction um, for my MVP and I almost didn't give it to him, but I ended up giving it to Carson because of the amazing social game that he's playing and also like picking the right team, getting to eat, um, just like, and like not having to do like, not even having to do the challenge, but just like everything. I felt like this episode kind of aligned for him, um, without really having to get his hands dirty at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. And then my LVP was um, Brandon for giving away the information in the very beginning um, to 
the three people that he's like never talked to besides Kane, who he like doesn't like. So I really didn't like that. I gave him my LVP for it. Wow. I feel like do we all I think we all have different picks for everything. <laughs> Because my MVP, and I had the hardest time with MVP. I'm like, should I give it to Franny? I'm like, I can't give it to Franny, even though she won the immunity, because I feel like it wasn't the right move to win that immunity. Mm-hmm. I, I I struggled with this. So I ended up picking Jam Jam because he survived the tribal council. And I feel Damn like... Damn it. I, was, I wish I had said something. I was like, I was going to be like, I bet Michelle picks Jam Jam, because that was my second one. It was. <laughs> I was wondering. Yes, I was wondering if someone was going to do that just for sur- freaking surviving again. That's yeah. That's what I did because there was no one else who really stood out that much to me. And then my LVP was Matt because he he just annoyed me so bad at that tribal council. <laughs> and I guess it didn't, it didn't phase you guys, but he got to me. I don't know why. That's funny. Okay, so then the next episode of Survivor that we have to talk about this week's episode. It starts with what we left off on. And Franny is, like, really struggling with Matt being gone. She's, like, crying a lot. Clearly, they have a very special bond. And side note on that, I actually saw an article, Matt, talking about how they're, like, together and in a relationship outside of the show in real life still. So... Very happy for Matt and Franny for finding do know, do love on Survivor. What? Do they live near each other? I'm going to look this up. I don't even know where they're from. I have no idea. Matt is from San Francisco. <laughs> uh, Franny is from Minnesota. Huh? Oh. oh, God. My mom said the tackiest thing. Hmm. What? Well, I don't, I mean, I don't know if I should say it because I mean, okay. I don't know how many people listen to this, but I don't want her to get like, hate. But I was like, mom, she's like, I'm sorry. That was really mean. I'm like, yeah, why would you, my mom's like the nicest, most soft-spoken person in the world. And I'm just like shocked. She even said this, but I was like, I told her that, that they were together and how cute it was. And she was like, oh good. I'm glad they found each other because <laughs> basically like, Cause I don't know if they'd find, I mean, it was, it was really, yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, mom, like tell me. You, you just reminded me of, I can't remember who I, who it was about, but at one of my former jobs, there was like s- someone who was in a couple and I was like, I can't believe this is a couple. And then someone told me there's a lid for every pot. And that's what I think of every time when there's like a weird couple. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, that's okay. So that's the word she used. She's like, I don't know if they would find someone else's weird. And I was like, Mom, that's exactly the word she used. There you go. And she liked them too. She thought they were cute. But I'm like, okay, you don't call people that. <laughs> I don't know. But he that's was funny. like, in the first episode, he was like talking about his ex, right? How they just broke up and he missed her, or like he was sad about it or something, right? I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't remember, but oh well. Yeah, he moved on. Good for them. Next. Okay, so then Heidi is talking about her advantage and how um, she couldn't change the outcome of anything. So 
Um, she claims that she did what she did so that she wouldn't ruffle any feathers because what was happen what was going to happen was going to happen anyway. And I think that that is very stupid logic because if you didn't want to ruffle any feathers, oh, is it because she was on Soka? I guess. And so she didn't want to like make like Franny mad if she were to throw her vote on Matt. Is that what it was? Yeah, but I still don't understand why she wouldn't throw her boat on one of the orange. Yeah. Ratu. So it still didn't make sense to me. I don't know. I think maybe Ratu is just like a really strong team. So she like didn't want that target. I don't know. And like also like Caroline, Jam Jam, like not really even Carson, even though he's kind of in there, but like Caroline and Jam Jam for sure, like the outliers. That, like, just, like, don't really, they're, like, in the middle, you know? Right. Um. So, she goes and she talks to Jam Jam about working with him after she just said his name, which is so weird to me. Because she was even talking about, like, wanting to work with him before she said his name. So, like, I don't, I don't understand. She should have had the conversation with him before if that was going to be the case. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't have... Maybe they didn't, like, have the opportunity to do that. I guess I don't remember. But she talks about getting all of the misfits together. And... This is really interesting. Because... So she talks about getting all of the misfits together to, like, form an alliance. We see this on the challenge um, coming up here, too. Like, um... I'm pretty sure that's even, like, what Johnny Bananas calls them is, like, all these, like, misfits get together. And, like, it just, it reminds me of The Leftovers. Yeah. (laughs) You're right, Christina. I didn't make that connection. I agree with you, though. That's perfect. But what people on Survivor aren't understanding um, is that the Tika 3 are highly underestimated. They are all very close. They are, um, they're not going to turn their backs on each other, at least not anytime soon. That's for sure. Um, and I, at this point, I think that the three of them, even though Jam Jam's name has been said a couple times, um, I think the three of them are more of a force than people are giving them them credit for especially having as much power as they have being in the middle they kind of get to choose which side they're on and really control the votes and i think they're all good at adapting and it must you know it must be something to do with their life experiences because like carson adapted really well carolyn's pretty good uh jam jam survived a lot of like situations we didn't think he would get out of so yeah, they're all pretty scrappy, huh? Yeah, I totally agree. So then we get to the immunity challenge. Um, I talked about the last immunity challenge. Do either of you want to talk about this one? I mean, I'll start, but people can fill in for me. Um, they had a breakup in teams of two, and Carson is was really sick throughout the night and stuff, and Carolyn decides to team up with him. And then what? the other pair... Is it the food from the last episode? I didn't understand if they were insinuating the food got him sick or he was just sick. 
I don't know. They're not saying a lot. This there's been a lot of stuff that hasn't been clear this season. I think it was that the food got him sick. Carson said something about the food getting him sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I don't think it was like food poisoning. I think it was just because like he hasn't eaten in so long. Right. Right. Okay. Um, and they have to do this obstacle course. Um, the other teams were Brandon and Kane. Um, I think Jamie and Heidi. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Danny and Lauren. And then Jam Jam and Franny. Franny. Okay. And they had to go through this, like almost this net type thing. And Honestly, I'm not even sure what they had to do because I was so focused on Carolyn stuck in that net. That was so fucking funny. Oh my God. I felt so bad. I mean, I would have felt, I probably would have had a panic attack in there not being, she just, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. But they had to get out of the net and unlock something, right? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. It was an obstacle course. And then it ended with them on those pillar things. Yeah. So anyways, Carolyn and um Carson are out first. And then the next, basically they all get out. <laughs> Let me just skip because the final four people are Brandon, Kane, Lauren, and Danny on this, holding themselves on this on these two pegs and every time the time goes down they have to move their feet back down to a lower more narrow spot and it's whoever stays on the longest um yeah so the final two teams now compete as individuals individuals um kane drops pretty quickly um and then it's in the end, it ends up being between Danny and Lauren, which was interesting because last episode he was wanting to get Lauren out and they were teammates. Um, and Lauren ends up winning. So kind of cool. Two girls in a row now have won these endurance immunity challenges. Um, so Lauren wins individual immunity. And can we not gloss over the fact that I've never seen this on Survivor, but Danny is like Jeff and there's a long part pause and then he just rips one <laughs> and everyone's face Carson's face I mean mouse just dropped yeah <clears throat> um you guys thought like- he was gonna like say I have to drop or something right like the way he said it I, I thought he was gonna say I'm done you know what I mean I thought it was gonna be something very serious I feel like like, the only reason that this wasn't, like, so shocking for me is because we just saw them air Tori farting in the final of Ride or Dies. Yeah, but I didn't watch Ride or Dies, and I don't know. Again, I've never... It was just shocking. The first time I've seen it was when they did it on the the aftertakes with with Gabby on The Bachelor, and I was, like, mortified for her. (laughs) And then oh. I see this, but it was like such a production. This one, I was right. I don't know. 
I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, no, Anyways. it definitely was. So um. Lauren wins, and then the the planning and plotting begins. And yeah. they decide that they are ready to take out a Ratu member. Yeah, Ratu wants to vote out Franny, and Soka wants to vote out Brandon. So um, Heidi ends up telling Carson and Jim Jim about Danny's idol because she knows about it. And Danny tells Franny that her name is going around and he's going to play his idol for her. And this is all contingent on, see, both, both teams think they have the, the purple tribe, Tika, on their sides. Mm -hmm. And then this is all contingent on Jam Jam not saying anything. Right. Right. So they go to tribal. I'm trying to think if anything, like, big was said at tribal. I don't remember anything profound. I don't think like anything was big was like said before the vote, but it was after the vote when Danny actually played his idol for mm -hmm. Franny that you saw that the was face a big it. deal. Yeah. yeah, because Danny Danny was saying he's like, I don't know what to do because once Heidi told Jam Jam and Carson, he's like, Maybe I should play my idol for myself. I don't really know what to do. I thought Danny was gonna fumble it and play it the wrong way, but he didn't. He didn't. So they must have gotten clarification from Jam Jam, which I have got to say Jam Jam was almost my MVP because he, I don't know if this was, I mean, strategically, he did not say anything to Ratu, but he still voted Ratu's way. So I don't know if that was jury management for him, if he gets to the final three. I'd be like, hey, I was I was still siding with you, but also letting the other side know, like, I did not spill. I did not say anything. I don't know. I thought it was brilliant on his part. But anyways, he plays it for Franny and all the votes are for Franny. So they're all null and void. And then um, they voted Brandon out. Soku and Carolyn and Carson. Yep. Brandon. So, yeah. And Franny would have been voted out, though, because she had several, at least six, we thought we saw votes that were placed on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was going to be gone if he didn't play the idol on her. So it was a definite blind side for Brandon and I guess the whole Ratu tribe. I just I don't like the Ratu tribe except for Brandon. So I thought it was a brilliant move. Um. Because he's such a competitor. I was just bummed. I didn't want Franny to go either, though. I just, I don't really like Kane or Jamie or or Lauren. So I would have preferred to see one of them targeted. But but Brandon anyways, is was, for sure the strongest player. So it makes sense. Sure. No, I'm saying it was a smart her. move. It was a smart move. Just personally, I like, I like Brandon. So... So because of this move, I kind of thought that Heidi was the one on um, the Soka tribe that like really got the ball rolling in the direction of this happening. So I gave my MVP to Heidi this episode. 
And then I gave my LVP to Brandon. I really struggled with this one a lot, honestly. I didn't want to give it to him, but he had no idea what was going on. Um, I think maybe he would have done things differently had he known, but just being like so out of the loop and also getting voted out as a result of that um, is why I gave him my LVP. And mine are different. Are yours different, Michelle? No, my well, my LVP is Brandon. And then I'm torn on my MVP. Why don't you say, go, you do yours first, Savvy. <laughs> mine was Danny, my MVP. Oh. Okay, all right. Was Danny. <clears throat> um, and then my LVP was, was um, poor Carolyn. I just, <laughs> I can't get over her just thrashing around in that net. <laughs> Not having a clue how to get out. I'm with you, girl. That probably would have been me. So, I mean, I'm with her, but my God. That's hilarious. It's so funny. Oh, my. It was so funny. It was so (laughs) funny. But, and and, and heart, like, I was in anxiety watching it, but it was also hilarious. That's hilarious. All right. So, Abby, since you said Danny, I, I was torn between Danny and Lauren. And I, I was kind of towards Lauren because she was last pick for like everyone partnering up. She was the last pick and then she ended up winning. So good for her. her. Okay. So any last final thoughts on survivor before we move on to the challenge? I don't think so. I'm good. Mm -mm move okay so um not last week's episode of the challenge but the one before that um we see like jody Ann, ben ha and tristan really start talking about working together and taking down the teams that keep throwing them into elimination um pretty much like at the same time we're seeing like tori wanting to get all of Team USA on the same page. And what they're really looking at is Casey and Ben because they don't know if Casey and Ben are people that they can trust or not. Um, right. Is this the episode where like, uh, Sarah gets in a fight with Bananas? Is that that moment? Um. No. Oh, okay. That was the one before, I think. Oh. Or did they get? Did they get in a fight again? No, or I don't think it was this episode. I think it was last episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then, Theo and Kaz also talk about forming a friendship. Um. While Amber is kind of like mediating between them. And I just loved this for Amber. I thought it was like, I don't know, so cute that she was just like this little, their little, their little therapist almost. She's the best. So do either of you want to talk about the daily challenge, the tunnel time? Yeah, I didn't really like this. Uh, I, I don't know. I, you guys let me know what you think, but. I didn't really like this one. Um, 
in this one, the MVPs are the ones who are going to play and they're going to go into this tunnel mm-hmm. and they go in pairs, right? So they have to go into the tunnel and there's all these flags on the wall, but it's dark. So they have to find all these flags and count them up. And when they get back above ground, they have to add up whatever they saw for the flags and do all these math problems. Right. Um, I, I, it just, I don't, I didn't find this one that fun to watch, whatever. Um, I did think it was interesting that like, for example, Emily was doing the math problem, but yes, was helping her. Um, mm-hmm. well, I thought it was also interesting when they were in the tunnels that all of the teams helped each other. That's why that you know what, Christina, that's exactly why I didn't like it. Because I don't like when they're helping each other and working together. <laughs> I mean, to an extent, I don't mind it, you know, like on eliminations when people in your alliance are helping you, but these people were not even aligned together. They were just like doing it to do it. And then some of them were like on opposite sides of the game. It was just it was weird to me. I agree. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of zoned out during the daily. Yeah, it wasn't that good. I did so not care way, about yeah, it. What, yeah. Once and once they solved the equation, they could unlock their partner and then they had to go like ring this bell. Um I don't know. So I did think though that it was possible that Jody could have had like one of the I guess like quotes of the year when um she's talking to Theo because they're like chained up or whatever, and she's like, I don't know, my adrenaline is going, there's nothing I can do. And, um, or I don't know why my adrenaline is going, there's nothing I can do. And Theo's like, yeah, probably because, you know, you don't really believe in your partner. And she goes, do you need me to kick you in the nuts? Because I think I could reach around. <laughs> I, I like Jody now. So I know she was hilarious herself to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it turns out they time out. Right. So mm-hmm. Ben has, ben has struggled with that. Um, th- another team that timed out was Kaz and Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. She, like, she had to go back in because... She asked, she she asked Jordan... Time. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, she asked Jordan what's seven times six. Like, if you don't even know seven times six, these math problems are not going to be easy for you. That is not a good thing. No, right. So... The top two teams end up being Sarah and Theo and Emily and Yes, which didn't surprise me because we saw Yes on all the first All-Stars like be really good at math on that first challenge on All-Stars 1. So it didn't surprise me he was like really good at math. And it was interesting that he could help. I, whatever. It, it, I was happy for them. Emily and Yes won. And then the bottom two teams were Jody and Benha and Kaz and Jordan. But Kaz and Jordan ended up getting last. Um, so they're going straight into elimination, um, which certain people are very happy about, I'm sure. And then certain people are not so happy about. Um, and then Did you what say the winners? Do? Yeah, Emily and yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was happy they won because you guys know I like Emily and I feel like Emily's not coming off so good on this. <laughs> yeah no i'm with you okay well we're not even on that episode but i'm gonna i can see emily getting cast though because of it because 
I'm not liking her a lot this season really at all, but also like, I feel like she is giving. If this is the first season I saw her, I probably would hate her, but I loved her on Australia. So I got to be loyal. I can understand that. Um, Another thing that I thought was really interesting um, is Danny making the point that like the good point I thought of like how like he's glad that Jordan and Kaz lost because they're going directly into elimination and he wants them to lose because um it's easier for him and Tori to agree on things moving forward if Jordan's not there. Yeah, because that takes away voting for him because he's already yeah. Exactly. And so once again we see Team USA talking about writing together. And, um, again, like it's Casey and Ben that they're all worried about that isn't going to vote their way. Um, Tori wants to throw in Darrell and Kiki and Jody and Ben Ha. And they all have this conversation about how they want to recruit Kellyanne and Tristan to be on their side. And Johnny Bananas, like, knows what's up because he obviously knows Kellyanne. And he's like, who's going to have this conversation? Like, obviously, you know. And Tori's like, I will. Like, it's going to be, like, some easy feat for her to, like, flip Kellyanne. Like, girl, you have no idea who you are playing with right now. I exactly. Like, Tori completely thought Kellyanne was just gonna like jump right back with them even though Tori didn't have her back not once not ever so I don't yeah. know why I thought that I had that was like so laughable to me and I don't know what Kellyanne's line was but it was hysterical I wish I'd written it down because it's again it's been a week and a half since I watched but like do you know what line I'm talking about how she's like mm-hmm. oh you thought we were going to work together, but you never wanted to work with me before now. So no thanks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I, I don't know the exact quote. I love her. So Kelly Ann is on the complete opposite side. She's actually like the leader of the other side, which is what makes this so hilarious. And she tries to rally everyone that's left um, to figure out if they have enough votes and she figures out that if they all vote the same and not burn even one single vote then um they have the numbers to send in someone strong um kellyanne at this point like tries to recruit Darrell, and she is actually successful at it because she has the information that tori gave her about wanting to say Darrell and kiki's name so this yeah. just like not only backfired on Tori because Kellyanne's not voting her way, but also like double backfired on her because she just lost Darrell's vote too. Yeah. And she's so entitled. I can't fucking stand her. The entitlement, I think, is what gets me more than anything about her. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was so clear in this conversation of like, how confident she was going into talking to Kellyanne. Totally. Totally. 
So we get to um, deliberation, and just like we thought, Team USA is voting for Kiki and Darrell and Jody and Ben Ha. But the other side um, wants to vote for Sarah and Theo and Bananas and Justine. And Ben and Casey are the ones who are left. And they're like terrified to stalemate because they don't want to go into elimination again. So they end up voting for Sarah and Theo and Tristan and Kellyanne. Um, And it ends up being Sarah and Theo and Justine and Bananas who are nominated that they are up for elimination against Jordan and Kaz. Now, I think, like, the Sarah-Theo thing is brilliant because Emily being so close to Sarah and Emily and Yes being the winners, there's obviously no way that Sarah and Theo are going down there. So what Kellyanne just orchestrated here is... Well, really what Danny has wanted all along, and that is a Bananas versus Jordan elimination. Unfortunately, the downside of this is that, you know, Justine has to go into. Yeah, that that was sad. And although although we know that um, Emily and Yes, like, aren't probably likely voting in Sarah and Theo like Kat still gets like upset because she doesn't want to have to go against Theo right but I think I don't know I think we all knew that wasn't going to happen so yeah I agree um so we get to the elimination and it's lock stock stack and barrel Mm-hmm. So there are two stacks of barrels. On top of the barrels are symbols, and they must take the barrels down and replicate it. Um, re- replicate an answer key. And the first one who's done, they hit a button. If it's correct, then they're done. If um, it is incorrect, they have to go back and figure out what they did wrong. So. Um, like we said, they, they were not going to throw in Sarah and Theo, so they do orchestrate the, um, Bananas and Justine going in against Jordan and Kaz. This is Kaz's first ever elimination, which is crazy since she won her season of the Challenge UK, but, um... Bananas and Justine have this strategy to knock all the barrels down first before trying to replicate the design. And even Tori, who's obviously rooting for Jordan, says that, like, she's worried because um, Bananas and Justine by far have the better strategy. They check first, but it's incorrect, and they're really struggling to figure out what's wrong. They check again, and it's still incorrect. Um... And then we see this scene, and this is, like, maybe one of my favorite scenes that I've I've seen in a long time. And that is Kellyanne cheering for Jordan, just, like, getting down on the ground, like, banging her hands against the floor. It's just, like, soccer mom to the, like, hundredth power. It's so funny. I was just dying laughing at Kellyanne during that scene. It was so good. Oh my god, it was so good. 
I mean, uh, this is how many? This has 10, 12, 15 years of history of Kellyanne and Johnny. But so I just was so. Yeah. So good. So Jordan and Kaz end up winning because they don't make any mistakes their first attempt. And um, Justine and Bananas are still going. So then the audience ends up afterwards telling Bananas and Justine it was the sun. The sun was like a frowny face and it's supposed to be a smiley face. And Bananas is like very surprised. Like he seems shocked that like everybody knew what was wrong and nobody told him. I know. <laughs> That was, must have been a new one for him. So Bananas and Justine end up being the ones that go home. And I am so proud of Kellyanne this episode for standing her ground, not caving into Tori, being the leader of the misfits, leftovers, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I'm so proud of her. I gave her my MVP and then I gave Bananas my LVP because, um, well, yeah, for a lot of reasons. But he lost the elimination. He had a bad attitude about everything. He was, like, not happy that he was the one that was voted into elimination. He was part of the people that wanted to get Kelly Ann on their side. Um, yeah, Bananas was my LVP. I exactly what you had Christina and same Kellyanne and bananas okay well that's interesting that on our survivor we were all different and then we get to the challenge and we're all all the same this episode that's kind of funny um I just like I feel like this episode was pretty straight go ahead no, I was just going to say, this episode's really straightforward to me with the LVP and the MVP. I wonder next episode if we're going to have different ones. Well, yeah. we will see here in a few minutes. <laughs> um, I just felt like, and Abby, I know you feel this way because I feel like you watch these seasons in real time too, but it was just so nice to see Kellyanne get justice against Johnny Bananas. It was just really nice. Beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, to me, Kellyanne has really been the star of this season. Yeah, I she has been. I can agree with that for sure. Um, I'm so glad. I I feel like bad because of like episode one. I'm like, what is Kellyanne doing here? I take it back. I take it back. She's delivered. She has. So the start of next episode is everybody is sick. We see Amber sick. We see Tristan sick. We see Ben sick. Ben is sick to the point where like Sarah is even checking on him, even though they haven't been getting along lately. It gets to the point where Ben is actually even taken to the hospital. Um, Tristan is super sick. He wants to quit. He talks to Kellyanne about quitting. Um, but then Cass talks to Tristan, and somehow she talks him out of quitting. Thank God. I love Tristan. Okay, so our next daily challenge is, is Ripcord Roulette, which is a trivia challenge. Um, 
And I'm actually really sad because I feel like Abby usually doesn't watch these episodes and then we can ask her the trivia. I know. <laughs> I, know. I don't know how we're going to... How are we going to do this now? Um... Well, the, ne- the next real challenge season or, or flagship, we can do it because I probably... <laughs> uh well before we even get to trivia we have some stuff that's going on we find out that ben is not coming back he's medically disqualified and this means that like casey you don't have a partner so you have to go home but wait amber has been feeling super sick recently too and so she offers to switch places with Casey Casey stays in the game and she leaves the game and they allow this to happen so Casey and Troy are now partners listen I don't, Amber's such a nice person for doing <laughs> she said I listened to her on the official challenge podcast and she I said was just that- say Christina because I did too. I was just gonna say, yeah, she did it for Troy, right? Ultimately, yeah, she did it yeah. for Troy, but also like even before she knew that um, Ben was going to be out, she thought that maybe Tristan was gonna tap out. So she was actually thinking about um, having Troy be partners with Kellyanne, but she was good with it. Like no matter what, she just wanted Troy to have a partner. She didn't want to leave without him having a partner. Love her. I know she's seriously the best. And then we see the cutest little scene of her coming back for her interviews. Um, she said on the the challenge pod, the official challenge podcast that um she um didn't know that she was pregnant when she left the game, but then afterwards, when she was like seeing the medic and all that, she was like, Okay, yeah, like I guess you can give me a pregnancy test or whatever um and it ends up ends up being that amber is pregnant which we knew from the last reunion but this is when she found out she told troy troy is the first person that she told um she told troy before she even told like the producer she said um just like the medic knew is the i mean maybe the medic told the producers but that's the only person that she told it was so cute It was so cute. And all I know is when she goes, I'm going to be a mommy. I mean, that was pure joy on her face. And it was, it just made me so happy. I am so, I was so happy for her. And Christina, I love that on the official challenge podcast, she said like this season, she find she didn't want to leave because she was finally having a good time. And she finally had friends and she finally had people that had her back. I love that she felt that way too. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I totally agree. I I just love her so much. It was such, and, and just like how she gracefully bowed out like that. I just, she's the best. Congratulations, Amber, on your pregnancy. Yeah. So now we finally get to trivia. They're 21 stories high and um, there are three different heats um, for the first round. They're asked a series of questions, and if they get the question wrong, they have to pull one of five reports. Um, 
Four of them are dummies, and one of them will make them fall. And if they get the question right, they get to pick another team to pull a ripcord for. After the first two heats, there's a winner's heat and a loser's heat to decide who is the winner of the challenge and who's going directly into elimination. Um, I guess, I don't know, we don't have to go through all of these trivia questions since we don't really have somebody to ask them to, but <laughs> um, that's okay. Um, but I will say I, the winners of the heats. So, um, and the losers. Yeah. Is that right though? Okay. So Troy and Casey are the first ones out in heat one. So they're going to be in the losers bracket and then Kiki and Durrell win heat one. So when we get to heat two, Ben Ha and Jody are the first ones out. Um, and so they'll be going into the losers round. And um Kellyanne and Tristan um are the winners of their heat. Er, no, wrong heat, sorry. Jordan and Kaz are the winners of their heat. And then we just have two a t a heat of two so whoever wins and whoever loses there it is what it is so T danny and tori lose the next heat and kellyanne and tristan like i said they win their heat so we have the winner's heat that is up next so in the winner's heat um kellyanne and tristan end up winning and so they are the winners of the daily challenge. And I just want to say, I'm so impressed with Tristan. He was like a freaking encyclopedia. Like that man is smart. He knew everything. It was so funny. Yeah, it was so good. There were like a lot that I was like, how do you even know that? But good for him. The, um, well, the one like about the, well, what was it? I can look at your thing about the birds. Someone who studies. Uh, octogenarian or something no that's something in their 80s abby oh <laughs> it was octa something right no it was like on <laughs> on a physiologist or, or see it was an o yeah no you're right you got that yeah. i don't know what you're ahead of me but uh he's a safari guide or whatever so i thought that was really cute he got that oh that's funny i didn't i didn't put that together um, so then we get to the loser's heat, and whoever drops first is going directly into elimination. And so the very first question, Ben Ha and Jody have to pull a cord, and they pull the wrong one. And so Ben Ha and Jody are going directly into elimination. For the second time in a row, they did that. They didn't even get to ever answer a trivia question. I didn't like, yeah, I didn't like that at all. No, these poor people, God, they just, oh, this was, was just not. Yeah, I mean, why didn't they just make it, like, everybody, I don't like the, like, okay, so, tell someone else to pull a cord. I wish it was just everyone had to answer their questions, and it was based on what your answers were. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get, like, the, 
the social aspect of it though it does make it like a little a little more interesting just because like there it, it adds an extra layer to the game I mean they've done that before in past trivias where you have mm-hmm. to call someone out to get a strike you know so yeah it was the same thing except this time it was a crapshoot if they would fall or not yeah I just didn't like it because Jody and Ben Hall got screwed right yeah. totally I- so we get to the liberation to find out who jody and ben ha are going against in elimination and this is really interesting because yes starts off the whole thing taking shots putting in both of the other two australian teams saying casey and troy's name and kiki and Durrell's name um tori and danny but burn a vote on themselves and they also vote for Durrell and Kiki. So at the end of it all, it is um, four to three to three to three with all of the teams that have been said. So Durrell and Kiki are nominated because they were the team that had four of the votes against them. And so everybody else is re-voting now to see who the other team is that will go into elimination. And this is so funny because Casey says Tori and Danny seem, but Tori refuses she does not want to say casey's name and according to danny on twitter she like made a comment that they edited out about like how casey gave her fifty thousand dollars so when she won the final with ct so she can't vote casey into elimination like she will not do that it's not good karma or whatever she just she's not doing it so we see tori and danny arguing again and they end up burning a vote on themselves again, but it doesn't matter. It is Darrell and Kiki and Troy and Casey that are nominated for elimination. I hate I that whole voting pissed me off. Like the Tori just over like made it so over dramatic. Yeah. Um and then, yeah, and then making a big speech to say you're well, we're gonna vote for ourselves because if if Danny had a vote, he probably would vote for me, and I would vote for Danny. So we're gonna vote for ourselves. Just please save it. You are a team, Tori. Like, get over it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then I also didn't like yes, yes, voting for Darrell because I know they're really good friends in real life, but they just ended up falling on different sides. Just because of Kiki and Emily, because Emily is such a, sorry. Say it. Yeah, say it. She's such a little bitch. She's a bitch. Listen, I still got her, I got a root for her, but she's not coming off too well. I get it. (laughs) I mean, how petty and bitter is she? Okay, so do do one of you two want to talk about the elimination? Yeah, I'll just talk about it real quick. So um, they had to... One was strapped to, I don't know, some contraption and the the partner had to turn them to look over this like wall to memorize different symbols. And then they had to flip them back over um, and they had to tell them what what they were looking for, like what symbols they were looking for and to put them in the same place. Yeah, Um, to recreate the pattern pattern yeah and um so Jody and Ben Hall just they were just I didn't see like really a sense of urgency to them playing it um and Casey and 
Ben or Casey and Tristan won, it looked like by quite a bit. It didn't seem like it was even that close. So Jody and Ben Ha are finally eliminated. No more Argentina. I had an issue with this elimination, and my issue was it was all about communication and, and the language. There was a language barrier. I'm sorry. Even if they didn't like highlight it on the episode, I think they tried to downplay it on the episode. There was a huge language barrier with Ben Hot and Jody versus uh, Troy and Casey. And they even like, this is how I know there was a huge language barrier. They freaking made Ben Hot say in a confessional that Casey speaks American, American, and Troy speaks Australian. I'm like, okay, please. I don't know. Yeah. I found whatever. Who I don't know. Anyway, I didn't like that. So I I agree. That was my problem with the elimination too. I mean, I think they were kind of set up for failure because it was very communication based. And yeah, I I caught the American Australian comment too, and and it's it it, it wasn't quite fair um unfortunately but we've had it before like wasn't there on one of the last seasons of the flagship show uh the german pair kim and colleen mm-hmm. they, i there was i feel like there was an elimination they were at a disadvantage to uh uh because of the language barrier too so i feel like it was a very similar one to this yeah it was that's what i thought of immediately i'm like oh there's no way jody's gonna, and ben Hart are gonna win this So who was your MVP and who was your LVP? Did you have any honorable mentions this episode? I do because my uh, my MVP was so hard to decide. But okay. um oh actually I went with Darrell for my MVP. Oh I love that. Okay. <laughs> well, because I haven't seen much of him this season, and there's a couple of reasons I went with him. Um uh, I thought his commentary was freaking hilarious. Um, he, he said something, I don't even remember now what he said during the challenge. And then I liked it when he's like, Kiki's been trying to tell me, you know, Emily's going to backstab. And he's like, so now I'm with Kiki, fuck Emily. And, um, I'm also the last time he was on, he didn't do the Heights challenge mm-hmm. and oh, he yeah. did it this time. And this one I thought was a lot scarier than the last one he didn't do because he actually had to drop this time and he didn't even attempt it last time. So I don't know. I just, he's been kind of MIA this season and he just, I thought he had a really good episode. Yeah, that's totally fair. How about your honorable mentions? And it's kind of like, it's almost a, a, uh, not a crossover but a leftover from last episode because I really like how he he picked his side with with Kiki and Kellyanne and all that and not bananas mm-hmm. in them yeah. so my honorable mention well I had two others that I thought were Kiki killed it on the question so once again I was impressed by her and then of course Tristan and the only reason I didn't do him for MVP was because if Kaz hadn't talked to him he was gonna leave because did talk to him and he didn't quit. Oh no, true. That's why he's my honorable mention. Yeah. 
No, I but. can see that. I actually gave him an honorable mention as well. Um, because he did so well in the trivia. I just thought he was super impressive. And I gave my MVP to Casey because, first of all, she's super lucky that she's still in the game. She upgraded her partner, as far as I'm concerned. Troy is an absolute uh, absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, she won her elimination. And, yeah, I just, I gave Casey my MVP. How about your MVP, Michelle, before we drop down to our LVPs? Okay, so we're all different. Because I gave it to Tristan... Because he was seemed so sick. Like, I there there was times I'm like, is this man gonna drop dead? Like, is he okay? But he still answered all those questions and got the win for him and Kellyanne. So I gave it to Tristan. Nice. How about your LVP then? Well, my LVP, I'm sorry. It's gotta be Tori, and it's two reasons. One <laughs> off the episode by saying she's mad at Kellyanne the fuck how could you be <laughs> mad at Kellyanne and then two, like acting like a clown in the deliberation voting for herself twice that's I'm actually a good idea so mine was 110% Tori because I don't even remember her saying she was mad at Kellyanne but she was made such an ass out of herself in that elimination and there's no way in hell I was going to put Ben Hall or Jody for LVP just because they got eliminated. Um, so I, Tori was hands down my LVP. I can totally see where both of you are coming from with the Tori thing, but I did put Ben Hall as my LVP. Um, I know it's not his fault that he has the language barrier, but it really did lose it for them unfortunately yeah okay is there anything either of you want to say about the challenge before we wrap up here all I'm gonna say is I don't know who wins the challenge or survivor so I'm very excited and hope I remain un unspoiled there aren't spoilers for survivor are there I don't know uh I, didn't I don't think know. There were. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't think there were, but there may not be. I have no. I don't know. Anything that you would like to say, Michelle? Uh, yeah. Watching the trailer for next week, Tristan still doesn't look good, and I'm really nervous. I hope. I hope he sticks around, but he still didn't look good in that to me. And I don't. I don't even. I don't like. I don't know what happens next, but he did not look good. Yeah. So I don't have anything else that I want to say about the challenge, but I did want to say officially on our podcast that Swaz was the winner of our Bachelor Fantasy League. If you um, look on, um, I guess I didn't post it on our social media. I only posted it in the, um, in the Facebook groups and the chats. I'll have to do that. But yeah. there is a video from um from Nate from Gabby and Rachel season for Swaz, Michelle, and Jennifer announcing them as our top three winners of the Bachelor Fantasy League. Um and I'm 
super excited for Swaz. I'm excited to have him on the podcast. I know he's been wanting to come on. So this should be very exciting for all of us. Yes, I can't wait. What are we going to talk to Swaz about? The challenge? Um, Probably the challenge in Survivor. Or I don't know, whatever he wants to talk about, I guess. Yeah, I think, yeah, whatever he wants to talk about will be cool. But challenge yeah. Survivor. Yes. So that'll be very exciting. And um, yeah, I haven't really reached out to him yet just because I, since we're doing a double episode today, I thought that having him on it would just get a little too long. So um, I will definitely be hitting him up soon so that we can have him on the podcast. I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Yes, it is. To, to chat together. For sure. All right. Well, Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.